This year during National Health Center Week, we are highlighting all of the incredible ways health centers are innovators in community health. Whether it's through developing new strategies to cultivate and sustain the primary care workforce, or developing lasting partnerships to address social determinants of health, health centers are reaching beyond the walls of conventional medicine to address the needs of their communities. I'm Alex Harris. I work in the Grassroots Advocacy Department here at NAC. And today, for Farmberger Health Day, I have the pleasure of talking to Carlos Castaneda. Carlos is the Outreach Director at Adelante Healthcare in the Greater Phoenix area of Arizona. And he's going to talk to us for a little bit about his role at Adelante, conducting outreach to farmworkers and their families, as well as some of the, of the barriers to care that Arizona's agricultural workers deal with, and how Adelante is working to constantly innovate and respond to the needs of the area's farmworkers. Carlos, thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk to us and help us celebrate Farmworker Health Day this year during National Health Center Week. We Absolutely. really want to highlight some of the some of the awesome work that's going on in, in various communities across the country um, that's really innovative and really responsive to, you know, each community's unique needs. And so it's really gonna be Absolutely. awesome to hear your perspective and from Adelante Healthcare. So just to get started, um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and in, in terms of your role at, at Adelante Healthcare and um, and any information about like how you got started with Adelante and got into um, Farmworker Health? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started with Adelante about five years ago uh, and actually started in the outreach uh, and enrollment department. And back then I was the only one. So Adelante had a year prior, prior to that, um, a year or two prior to that, had gone through a change uh, from Clinica Adelante, where we were a predominantly, uh, you know, a migrant health center, over to Adelante Healthcare, where we became more of a full-fledged CHC. Um, but in that transition, I think the community thought we were no longer there to serve them, and and, and by the community, I mean uh, in particular farm workers. Um, because of that name change, and so we we went through a contraction. Then uh, we lost a lot of personnel and a lot of knowledge, to be honest with you, uh, from an organizational standpoint out in the field, um, to the extent where we you know lost a lot of our our knowledge. Um, and so when I came on board, it was really learning learning it all over again uh from the very beginning and i'm still learning a lot uh, when it comes to pharma for health and and uh, the ins and outs of the program um then we live in the wonderful state of arizona which i love but the politics can be a little cumbersome at times and so in 2008 9 10 and 11, 11 and 12 there were a lot of uh you know anti-immigration sentiment so that pushed the community even further away from anything that even resembled uh, anything federal or federal assistance or social programs. So again, the farm workers thought that uh, they were no longer allowed to come to us. Um, so year one was really trying to lay down the foundation, relay the foundation, I should say, uh, go back out into the community and let them know that we're absolutely here. Um, I was extremely wet behind the ears. Um, I didn't know where to go, to be honest. It was pretty much just uh, dragging up the field and finding out um, if they've heard about us, letting them know that we're still here for them, re-engaging uh, a community that we had once lost. <coughs> um, with growers as well as with other programs, so we, we uh, reconnected with other migrant education programs around the state, 
Um, but, you know, slowly and surely over the course of four or five years, uh, we're coming back in full swing. So now people are understanding that we didn't go anywhere. We're still the same Adelante from before. We're just, we look a little different, um, uh, but we're still here to serve the needs of the community, in particular to the farm workers. Oh, no. <sighs> Let me think, Any, does that answer it? Yeah, no, yeah, no, okay. absolutely, and and I think you 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 definitely discussed um, one of your big challenges um, in reaching the farm worker community. But are there but is there anything else you can share about any barriers they face to access to care? Um, you know, any specific health challenges um, you see a lot in the community? Yeah, so of course, transportation is by far number one. Transportation, uh, dental needs, uh, and then obviously um, access to care. Uh, which really would be interpreted through um, internal understanding of the program itself. So let me back up and say transportation by far is, is probably our number one concern and the thing that we struggle with the most. So uh, the Phoenix Valley or the Maricopa, uh, Maricopa County uh, Valley of the Sun area um, is pretty vast. It takes about two hours to get from one side to the next or to the other side. Um, and what happens is we once were a vibrant farmland, which we still are, but now that farmland has been pushed out even further to the fringes. So one of our health centers, Surprise Health Center, was once in um, the land of farm worker and farm health. Um, now it's urban, uh, suburban, but you know, it's now a population of about 100,000 in Surprise alone. So that means those farm workers have now moved out even further. So we, where we were once rural, now we're suburban, and the farm workers are not pushed even further. So for them to make the trek back into town, we're talking about 30, 50, 70, 100 miles at times, uh, depending on where they are located, just to get to one of our health centers. Even in our uh, frontier site of Gila Bend, um, we have communities that come as far as 30 to 50 miles just to get to a health center that is about 60 miles away from the city. Um, so we have pushed out so far that it's making transportation even harder. The City of Surprise does not have mass transportation or in the form of any kind of bus system or anything like that, not yet at least. Um, and so to get farm workers out to the site is very challenging. Um, so we're you know, having to be very creative, extending our hours to, to accommodate them, fitting them into same-day slots if we need to. Um, sometimes the growers will be great enough to transport the workers themselves, but that just means that then we have to expedite their process. So we make sure they get through the SFS, uh, the fighting fee schedule process quickly or eligibility quickly. We find uh, an appointment slot for them, and we fill it right then and there, uh, sometimes within a few hours, sometimes within 24 hours, but we will get them in. Uh, because again, these workers are working, you know, we live in the desert, they work at 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, and they work up until maybe noon or um, a little further, because by 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, the land is baking, nobody should be outside. Mm. Um, at that time, they're resting, they don't have the time to get to the health center. So again, we'll have to do whatever we can to accommodate. Um, so by far, transportation is the biggest barrier. Um, we no longer have uh, a mobile outreach unit um, that is able to go out there because it's, it just wasn't sustainable. Uh, so that's another limitation that we have. Um, 
Let me see. The, uh, the dental is always a need that we are finding the community asking for us. Do we have dental? Do we have dental? And luckily, we do. Not at all health centers, but at some we do. Uh, so we make sure that we connect them with dental services. Uh, and then lastly, uh, because of that loss of knowledge that I spoke of previously, uh, we're having to do a lot of retraining at the front desk, um, as, as well as our eligibility process to, to help our uh, staff really understand the needs that areas at the farmer for space um, so that we can advocate for them. And at the end of the day, you know, let's get them into the health centers. Uh, turning away is not an option. Uh, it never has been an option. It's not going to start being an option. And so if they absolutely come across a barrier for that farm worker, um, they're directed to get in touch with us directly, and we will work with that farm worker, that grower, whoever they work for, to get the information you need to process their success and get them into the health center. Wonderful. So, and, and given these challenges, and you talked a little bit about, you know, being flexible and extending your hours and really expediting the process for these farm workers, but can you expand a little bit on just some of the ways that you guys at Adelante have really um, really been innovative and, and really tried to be creative about how you serve this population um, facing, you know, significant health challenges and, and barriers to care. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, I, as I mentioned, we, we had a really good relationship with the migrant education programs from the state, which are actually pretty robust. Um, so just what we decided to do is appreciate the patients that we currently have at our farm workers and in the program. So that's, that's kind of why we got creative and... Um, we, we hosted a Mother's Day Appreciation Luncheon in our Mesa community uh, to really honor the moms um, of the program. Um, and th there is between uh, 70 and 120 farm-working families in that program alone. And why we thought that would be interesting is just to honor the patients that we currently have and let them know you're a value to us. Um, you and your families are a value to us, and we want to make sure we, we recognize that. And so we, we pretty much literally rolled out a red carpet, and I don't, I'm not joking, I'm being very serious, we had a yeah, red carpet awesome. for the moms. We ushered them in, we sat them down, we had a great lunch. Uh, we, we let them know, uh, really it was, it was twofold. You know, we don't just do health care. Um, it really is, at the end of the day, social empowerment. I come from a family of farm workers. My grandfather was a bracero. Um, I think everybody here on our team has come from some form of uh, hard work uh, in the community. Um, and so we really wanted to honor the moms who have pushed us to get us to the next level. And we wanted to ensure that they understood that the hard work that they're doing for their children today will eventually pay off if they just push education more than anything, and so really we wanted to honor that. Uh, these 70 moms um, are the leaders within their little cohort of, um, of the migrant education program, so they go to their meetings every single week. They're constantly there. They will call us and say, we need help, where can we go? Uh, when we have events, they bring other moms with them, so they are our champions. And they're the reasons why these programs work at the end of the day. It's not just the work that we do, but it's, it's the collaboration that we have in the community. Um, some of the other things that we've done is, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's just good old grassroots. We will drive up to farms, to dairy farms, to fields, and speak to the mayodromos or the supervisors uh, to, to gain access to the employees. Um, we express to them how important it is to keep their workers healthy and working. 
and this program can help them uh, do just that. Uh, we'll give away for the other programs as well as Mesa or around the valley. Uh, one of the needs that they always come back with us during school season is some of these kids don't have access to backpacks or supplies. So um, we will provide those for them or we will uh, work with other organizations in the community that will uh, sponsor you know, backpacks for uh, the children going into, into school uh, and push that they go to school and they, they don't end up on the field. Even though it may be tough for the family, but we do advocate that education first. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what health care is, is taking care of the whole family. Mm -hmm. not just their, you know, their organizations, and although that's important, we're making sure that they're taking care of more than that so that they can focus on their health. So it's really just being creative, finding different ways um, uh, to get in front of them. Our next campaign is going to be uh, giving them uh, long sleeve breathable cotton t-shirts um, and sunblock and then hydration education. What we're seeing a lot with our H2A workers in particular is that they're not used to the Arizona heat, uh, and it, it is very different. It, you know, people say it is a dry heat, and it is dry as a bone, and that's not a good thing. Um, you know, the, the, some of the countries that they come from are Central American, Guatemala or El Salvador. Um, what happens is they assume that it's the same as it is here, and it's not. It's, it's very dry. You need to constantly keep hydrated. Uh, and so we're seeing a lot of heat exhaustion from them. They'll end up at our health centers, um, you know, in shivers or sweats, uh, or they're going through what looks like heat uh, exhaustion and or heat stroke, uh, which is very serious. Um, and because they assume that they don't need to drink as much water because maybe they don't, you know, back uh, in their country of origin, which is very obviously uh, incorrect here because it's so dry, hydration is even more important. Um, and just, you know, protection from the sun, so covering up as best as possible. So. Again, just things like that, letting them know that we're here for them, um, whatever their needs are, and we really try to be that spoken wheel for that community. Right. And I love how you, you mentioned, you know, social empowerment and, and good old grassroots and, and just being really there for for the farm workers you serve beyond sort of the traditional, um, you know, definition of medicine, and, and that's really what we're talking about during this year's National right. Health Center Week, is, is how health centers really do go beyond that traditional medicine model okay. to, to care for the whole person and, and the whole patient and the community, too. So so given that and, and, and that, you know, Health Center Week um, this year is, is all about innovations and, and, you know, your role in the community and working with agricultural workers. Can you tell us a little bit about why you personally are an advocate for uh, farm worker health and, and for health centers generally? Um, you know what, at the end of the day, I think I, as soon as I get out to the field and I realize that these workers are feeding our population at the end of the day, that is why I continue to do the work and advocate for the program is, is their humble individuals, men, women, um, I, you know, I, I don't want to sound trite, but at the end of the, the, end of the day, I, when I see them, I see my own family. Um, I am immensely appreciative of the work that they do, uh, and I, I humble myself at the work that they do because I've, I've grown up in this state, uh, and I'm used to this speech, so I think, but I don't want to spend half an hour 
in 112 degree weather, and these individuals are spending 12, 13, 14 hours in the sun um, for produce that ends up at our grocery stores. Um, without them, we would not eat. And I, I can't understand. I can't say that enough. Um, when I go out there, I am just humbled at the work that they do, and they do it uh, joyfully. It's almost like you know, when when they get off the field, they're joking around with one another. They come up to us, they talk to us, they share with us their stories, uh, not, not of the field work, but where they come from, um, their families that they have back at home. Just from a humanistic standpoint, I connect with them, and all of our team connects with them. Uh, and I, I guess it's just, it, it's almost surreal that I, I can't believe that they just spent 12 hours in the sun, and they're not grumpy. On the contrary, they're, they're joyful. And they're coming up to us, and they're, what's more is that they're so appreciative of the work that we're doing out there, that we're there with them. They'll bring us watermelon or cantaloupe. They don't have anything, and yet they're willing to give us what, you know, the little that they do have. Um, I, I sometimes I, I don't understand it myself, but I think that's why I, I keep on going back out there. And our team, not just me, our team in general keeps going back out there because you know, at the end of the day, we see a real face, we see a real, real hand, uh, a human being there uh, who is appreciative of the work that they do because it is that work that's helping sustain their own families back home. You know, I made the move from education to migrant health centers, I'm sorry, community health centers in general, not, not just farmer uh, health programs, but uh, to CHCs because it truly sees that the impact we make in the community is tenfold. You know, whatever we give to the community, we get it back um, ten times, and the communities truly are better for it. I've seen it work in uh, farm worker health. I've seen it work in LGBT health. Um, I've seen it work with many other special populations and just the general population as a whole. So I'm very proud to work for a community health center.